0: What is good, y'all? Welcome back to this episode of the Leadership Podcast. We're here with the reason why you're you're even listening to this. Pastor Pastor Cody Spencer.
1: Pastor Jenkins.
0: How are you today?
1: I'm doing really good. Honestly, great. That's awesome. I'm living a dream.
0: Amen. Someone's got to live it.
1: I mean, you're living it. You guys know that Buddy is not on the market anymore. Got scooped up by a great young lady. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I'm pumped for him.
0: She's uh, twenty five years older than me too.
1: That's crazy. That's I'm just crazy. Kidding. I'm That's just kidding. insane. Only but look, 10. she's probably no, more kidding. Christian than Buddy and I put together. It's true, which is pretty wild. That's
0: actually also very true.
1: That's crazy.
0: Well, today, do you want to tell the people what we're getting into today?
1: Yeah. Well, we're still talking about um, like mistakes leaders make, mm-hmm. and today we're going to talk about. How people get caught up worrying about crap that doesn't matter. Mm. There's probably something better we could call this, but we're recording a little bit later tonight. and It's been a long day. Yeah. And I I love it, but the creativity for titling has just gone. It's just people get caught up with crap that doesn't matter. Yeah. And uh, it makes me wonder how far back they are because they're, like, running the wrong race. Mm Mm-hmm. Paul encouraged the believers in Philippians to run the race mm-hmm. he said to second Timothy he said to Timothy to run the race, and that he had ran the race mm-hmm. and it's interesting to me because you know how we measure success or what we we find to be valuable is pretty wild you know i've I see people get caught up in a lot of crap that does not actually matter at the end of the day, yeah. And it's sad because if they stay caught up in that crap, then the mission that God has for them, what they're supposed to be doing mm. gets completely overlooked. And yep. it's like, cool. Yeah. You hit the bullseye in a target, but it was the wrong target. Right. So it's like, okay, congratulations. You don't win the prize. Right. Which is sad to me.
0: Yeah. 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 I- I think, um, not that I think I just, this is just what I believe is that, you know, people, we, sometimes we can get so focused on everything, all the noise that's going around us and lose sight of like whatever the main, whatever God has us doing specifically. Like we can get so caught up in the things of whatever it is, pointless arguments, partaking in things we don't need to partake in, being at places we don't need to be in, worrying about what other people might think or what other people, you know. Uh, have to say and so on and so forth. And like you said, it, we could hit a target on something, but it's not the target that we're supposed to be hitting.
1: Yeah. And it honestly, like though, imagine thinking you won the championship and you come back and like, oh yeah, um, you didn't show up to the tournament. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, I went to the tournament. Like, well, you didn't go to the one you were supposed to be at. So mm-hmm. whatever you did is in vain. Yeah. Or like, imagine being like, some Viking back in the day and they're like, Hey, you're going to go and you're going to conquer this, this city mm-hmm. and you go and you conquer a city and everything. And you find out like, Oh shoot. Yeah. It's the wrong city.
0: Yeah. Or even like on the side of like, you know, like, um, something that's supposed to be accomplished, but instead of focusing on accomplishing that thing, or even working towards accomplishing that thing, you're just like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and do this. And then eventually when that thing, Finally comes up Then I'll do it Like in sports a lot Which is funny So like In the NBA A lot of teams have a rule Have a like no, no overnight rule Is where like If they go have games in Miami They won't stay overnight
1: Well I don't think you should let Any young man
0: <laughs> Out in Miami Like they'll night. go That's a wise decision They'll go They'll play At the but end of the game They'll get on they'll, the plane They'll guys. get on the plane Leave <laughs> Because they know. They know that, especially if, like, playoff time stuff like that, they, they'll know, like, okay, we know these guys. If we fly in before, they're going to go and party at night. And then they're not going to be focused on the game before. And And that's why Miami has just been known just to have these great, great, you know, at-home records is because people will come in, they'll go to, the, you know, the strip, and they'll go to all the night stuff and, and hang out, and then they won't be ready for the game the next day. That's
1: crazy. Do you think Miami plants, like – People in their lives and their I, social. I bet
0: you they do. By the hotel to be like,
1: we got a party down. here They be doing.
0: Here. I I think they be doing like specials and stuff. And like they, I know for a fact that's what the devil does though. It's true. It puts it's all true. these
1: things right in front of people. Like But oh, what's crazy about this. is on this.
0: then the guys who live in Miami, they're not allowed to go do any of that. It's it's like strict. They're like, you you can't go out to the bars. You can't go out to the. It's game night. You oh, you can't yeah. go nowhere. No, and they live very there. Strict.
1: Eric Spolstra is very strict. So if I'm just thinking out loud about like reasons why, and just shotgun more reasons if you think of them, Mm. reasons why people get distracted. Well, I would say one is people love pleasing people. So like Mm. they get caught up in the approval of man, which Galatians 1.10 directly addresses that, Yeah, um, which is major, right? So like, well, I do this because I know so-and-so likes this, or Mm. I do this because so-and-so doesn't like this, or I do this so these people will accept me, but no one would ever like admit that out loud. That's why they do something. Mm -hmm. Um, I also say comparison is Mm -hmm. a reason people get caught up doing things that don't matter. It's like, well, Steve Furtick did this. It's Mm -hmm. like, well, congratulations. Good for him. God actually called him to do that. And you're over there like chasing something that just out of comparison because Mm -hmm. other, other people did it who you honor and respect, which Mm -hmm. is cool, but it doesn't win you a prize by, by running the race. God called them. Yeah. Um, I think people do and get caught up in dumb, dumb things uh, because they allow their emotions mm. to run their decisions and not God's purpose and not God's divine call on their life yeah. to run their decisions. Those are three, three just off the top of the head real quick. Do you have any more to add?
0: Yeah, um, I th- I think, you know, when people get into that space of getting caught up in things that don't matter, sometimes it could be a thing where it's like. And this could correlate with some of the things that you said, like a, a lack of identity, a lack of identity in who they are as a leader, where it's like, well, they only do what, what, well, so-and-so does this and it's successful, so I'm, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Or so-and-so acts like this or talks like this or preaches like this or teaches like this or leads like this. And I know God didn't specifically ask me to do this. And, you know, this isn't maybe my my personality type or the talents type types of talents or gifts that, that God has given me. But I'm going to do this because so-and-so does it and they're successful in it. And I think it could be a sense of a lack of identity, which a lot of people don't, in your leadership, which a lot of people realize is like you are are going to be a very uh, unique and specific type of leader. Like Absolutely. everyone's different. Like, God is not trying to have everyone out here to be, you know, super cookie-cutter and there's only, like, one, a handful of archetypal leaders. No, you are going to be a specific type of leader. You mean everyone shouldn't wear Chelsea boots, skinny jeans? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly that. So it's like, you know, everyone is supposed to be different. So it's like, not that we cannot, you know, look to people and to get an idea or reference point on things. But if you only shape... Your leadership, Or what you're supposed to do Around someone else And you only do it Because they do it And they're successful And then you're like You're missing the mark Because God's not gonna He's not asking you to be them He's asking you to be you
1: I wonder how much innovation The kingdom of God has lost mm-hmm. By everybody trying to be a parrot Of like Yeah The top 20 top guys. Leaders. Yeah Because really you think about it There's probably 20 Main leaders In the, in the church world Yeah That people like model Mm-hmm 25, yeah. for argument's sake. Um, Yeah, that's interesting. I wonder how much innovation or, like, local impact has been lost mm-hmm. because people just try to do what everyone else does.
0: Right. Because we measure our success just based on what someone else did. Yeah. Where it's, it's like, I don't think that's how it is necessarily in the, in no, the kingdom. God, no.
1: no, you're going to get measured against how much of your purpose you accomplished. Mm-hmm. So at that rate, I could care less if anyone notices what I do. I right. could care less if anyone cares about what I do. Right. As long as God sees and God cares and I did what God asked me to do, I win. Mm-hmm. Now, I would say also like the biggest one though about like why people get caught up doing crap that doesn't matter is they just get, they get caught, literally they get caught up in um miss. Oh, what word? How do I want to say this? They don't weigh things properly. Mm -hmm. Because, like, they don't keep the main thing the main thing. Let's say it like that. They don't keep the main thing the main thing. Which, if we're look to look at the Bible, like, the main thing for every Christian leader is to go make disciples. Right. So what they'll do is they'll just, they'll make another thing the main thing. Mm -hmm. And that's that's a loss. They'll make anything else the main thing, yeah. but ultimately every single believer, every single believer, every single ministry, whatever God has called you to do, that's like uh specific to your ministry. It all leads back to discipleship. Mm-hmm. And if, if we don't remain focused on that, then we'll lose the overall mission. Yeah. Um, I'm even thinking about second Timothy chapter two. I think it's verse six. It says what soldier gets entangled. Hmm. No, no, we don't get entangled. We we got to stay focused on what God asks us yeah. specifically to do. Mm-hmm. And it always comes back to the fact that we're called to make disciples. Yeah. Every single ministry, in every single church, in every single nation, their ultimate call is to make disciples. Yeah. Teaching them everything God taught us, not yeah. teaching them what they want. And, and that's like the giant miss. And even even Jesus said it like this in John chapter 17 and in verse four, he said, I did everything you asked me to do mm-hmm. here on earth, bringing glory to your name. Yeah. And that really has to be the heart of a, of a Christian leaders. God, I'm going to do every single thing you've asked me to do. Yeah. And if you don't do that, you'll get caught up doing things that don't, don't matter to God. Yeah. It might be cool. It might be what everyone's doing. And you might even have worldly success. Mm-hmm. Like I'm even reminded right now of, you know, there's a John Bevere example where he shows a video and it's like people at their judgment with God. And he's like, evangelist Jonathan. Um, and he, he calls him over and he's like, uh, I'm an accountant. He's like, yeah, but I called you to be an evangelist. Yeah. Oh, and then like the next guy is like, stay home mother, I don't know, Mary. I don't, don't know why I just <laughs> blanked on a random name. <laughs> She's like, oh, no, I wasn't. I was a lawyer. She's she, he's like, yeah, but you were supposed to stay home and raise your three kids. And they were all supposed to go into ministry. And they're all supposed to impact X amount of like millions of people. Yeah. And it's just like, if we don't do what God asked us to do, we're the loser. Yeah. And whoever we were supposed to impact. Yeah. And we have to keep, we can't get caught up in things that don't matter. Crap, yeah. that doesn't matter. And I, I'd really encourage you to like, take a look at your ministry Take a look at your small group. Take a look at, at everything you're building and really ask, like, in a biblical sense, does this actually matter? Mm-hmm. In God's eyes, does this one thing actually matter? Yeah. And, and here's the thing, too, buddy. When I'm like, we're just thinking out loud about this right now. If you're doing things that don't matter, how much bandwidth is that taking from your team? Yeah. How much bandwidth is that taking from your 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 finances Yeah How much is this taking away From actually aiming more resources People and time At accomplishing what matters Yeah How much farther along could you be If you actually did What mattered to God And what he asked
0: you to do That's good Yeah Yeah I, I, I think The more people get that realization Cause I think it's like I think A lot of the times that you know Worldly mindsets Can slip into leadership Like within the church Cause I think that In in a, in a sense Is like a worldly mindset Where it's like I'm gonna do everything On whatever Cause that's how it is In like the world It's like you just do what Anything whatever But like in the kingdom It's like You do, do what God Asks you to do That is where True success is And like yes. you said Like You see people and you see like, you know, there's either like super burnt out or super exhausted and not being able to give the proper time to the spaces they should be given time to and so on and so forth. And they wonder why when it's like, then you look at their life and you look at their day to day or their week or whatever, and they're doing a bunch of stuff that they're not supposed to be doing. And they wonder why they're tired or they wonder why they can't give a level of excellence to things that God has asked them to give excellence to. And it's like. I, don't know. I think the more people get that picture is like if you just do exactly what God asked you to That's do. That's right. You you will be you will be successful. You don't have to look at the person who's juggling seven things. You don't have to look at the person who might be doing this really really. You might be thinking this is really really cool thing. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it whatever it is. Like like you know if God asks you to be a, a stay at home mom. That, could, that is the greatest thing you could do. That is where your success is. You could not, you could, God could ask you to be a stay-at-home mom, but you could go and you could, you know, make, start a business and it'd be a multi-million dollar business and do do all this and that. And in a worldly sense, you'll, you'll be successful. But then, like you said, at the end of your life, God's like, well, I asked you to do this. And yeah, you made a boatload of money. And yeah, you made an awesome business, but I never asked you to do that. And then now the impact you are actually supposed to make, you didn't make. So I think that we, if the more we realize is that just simply, just, just simply being obedient in, in what God asks to do, and not trying to partake in every which thing that we think might make make us successful, then we'll actually be successful.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna read this verse, and then I want to challenge you guys. Second Corinthians five nine and ten. So we make it our goal to please Him, whether we are at home in the body or away from it. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ so that each of us may receive what is due us for the things done while in the body, whether good or bad. I would challenge anyone who's listening. If you're in any sort of leadership position, just look at everything you do and write it down on a piece of paper. Mm -hmm. Write down every single thing that, that you're doing. And then ask the simple question, is this accomplishing what God asked me to do? And if the answer is no, and your pastor's okay with you not doing it anymore, stop doing it. You'll find you get way more lean in, in terms of um, what you need to do. And if you get more lean, you can get more focused. If you get more focused, you can put more energy and resources at actually accomplishing the goal that's been set before you. That's good. I would challenge you to do that. That's good. That, I think that's it I think we're good on that buddy
0: Listen I think that I think Yeah I think we again, I Well listen We hope you guys enjoyed This week's episode Of the Leadership Podcast Man go ahead Send this to someone You think would really Really enjoy this And would really, really Would be able to You know take from it And add it to their life uh, Don't forget We have called camp November f- Nine, 10, 9th 11. 10 and 11th You can sign up right now At theuproar.org And uh, make sure you get there. It's going to be a blast. It's going to be our first ever camp. And we're excited. So you should be excited too. But we love you guys. And we'll see you next week. Peace.